All right, well, welcome Peggy Sue, how are you? Hey Lynette, I am so excited to talk with you. Oh, I am more excited to talk to you. <laughs> the reason why we have you on the show today is because, well, first of all, you and I met in our weekly online mastermind group with about 11 other women who are all sort of working towards launching an online program. I met you through that, that uh, group and I was amazed to find out that you had written over 30 books and so I wanted to have you on the podcast because I know that a lot of people who are, you know, in their 40s or 50s or, or beyond tend to start to think a little bit about writing a book. And I mean, I'm sure it's, it happens where people are sitting around the table having a couple of glasses of wine and saying, hey, I should write a book. So we all have a book in us. You and I talked about that before. But how did you find 30 of them? I found 30 of them because I cannot do math and math for me is a four letter word and I just can't do it, but I do have an affinity with words and I've had that since I was young. And so it's interesting as I've gotten older and as I'm in between projects and I'm looking for a job or looking for income or looking for something to do, it always boils down to the same thing. It's going to be writing. It's the one thing I do. I do one thing and I do it well and it's writing and that's it. And so that's been kind of nice to keep it narrowed. Um, and what actually ends up happening is instead of where do you find 30 books, it's like, how do I take all the ideas that I have and which one do I work on next? Because the ideas just start coming and they're just always there. And so it's like getting all of those out on paper. And right now I'm at the stage in my life where I'm thinking, can I get them all out before my life is over? Because I don't want to take any of the great stories that have been living in my brain for 30 years to the grave. That would be a tragedy. So you're talking about we all have some, like you, you have all these great ideas, but how did you come up with like the ideas? Like for me, I think, okay, sure, I could probably write a book, but, and then I get stuck. I think, well, what would I even write about? What, what, why would even anybody care about the, my story type of thing? Yeah, and it's the idea too of are you going to tell a story or are you going to explore a topic? Are you going to do fiction? Or are you going to do nonfiction? Because there's so many different genres to writing. There's everything from screenwriting to commercial writing to website writing to you know the books that you know to the children's books. It just, there's just unlimited ways of writing. And so you're going to probably look at what's your message? That's the most important thing. And everybody has a message. Everybody has something that they want to say. By the time women get to our age, we've experienced a lot of life and we know a lot mm -hmm. of things that work and we know a lot of things that don't work. And we can share that with the generations that are coming behind us. Our kids and our grandkids, they won't know us as we were when we were young. They don't know the stories that make us up. And so we can leave those for them in story form so that they have roots. They know where they came from. They know the stock that they were bred from and the courage and the boldness and the experiences that happened in the relatives that were before them. But if we don't tell them, they really don't know. So it's really nice to be able to share your story, to talk about the footprint that you left when you were here, the experiences that you had, the differences that you made in your life. And those are the kind of stories that people will do when they do like a memoir, when they want to just write about their background. A lot of people will fictionalize parts of their background or parts of their family, and that works. And then there's always the how-to. There's always the nonfiction book. So when I wrote the 10 best decisions a single mom can make, 
That's a fiction, nonfiction book, but it's a how-to. It's like, I spent 22 years as a single mom. This is what I learned works. Let me share it with you so that the next person coming along can also use it. And so for writers, a lot of it is, what's my passion? Because we all have a passion project, but then there's also the commercial project. What is going to sell? What are people looking for? And how can I fill that need? And then we write that. Wow, I love it. So, so if I was to say, okay, I'm going to sit down and, and start to just sort of brainstorm a little bit around, okay, I, I like what you said about, you know, leaving, I'll paraphrase a little bit, but leaving this sort of legacy behind through your book. So even just to be able to sit down and say, well, what would, your grand, what would you want your grandchildren or your, you know, a younger generation person to know about you? Um, I really love that idea. I, I've never really thought of it that way, actually. And, and I think that we start to create stories in our own head about how, you know, maybe somebody wouldn't really care about my story. They wouldn't, you know, why would they find that interesting? And I think there's so many things that can happen, like you're sort of gremlins. You know, I talk a lot about um, in my Encore Life Academy groups around our, you know, taming our gremlin and that, that voice in your head that tells you, no, you can't, you're, you're not good enough. And I feel like sometimes maybe that could possibly happen when it comes to writing a book, especially. I think most of our battles are fought in our head. That is the big thing to try to, you know, have victory over. When my grandmother passed away, she had lived with my mother for quite a while in her last years. And my mother and her sister were at grandma's bedside when grandma passed away. And when she was gone, these two sisters, these two daughters looked at one another and said, there is so much about that woman we do not know. Oh my they gosh. spent an entire life with her, but they knew her as their mother. And a mother mm -hmm. role is so limited compared to the girl who grew up on the farm in Ohio and the girl that lived through World War II mm -hmm. and the girl whose brother was you know, a, a POW and the girl whose husband was killed in World War II at the biggest train wreck that's ever happened to the troops in the US. The woman that fell in love, the woman that gave birth, the woman that you know, put up Christmas trees and left them there till summer waiting for her brother to be heard from. Those are the stories that our children don't know about us. And they're the stories of life. Mm -hmm. It's such a good point, you and know. The, I think about, go ahead, sorry. Now, the, I was going to say the part about the gremlins is that we all do that. People that have written 100 books, 200 books, we get into a book every single time. There is a point in that project where I'm like, who do I think I am? Who do I think I am to write mm -hmm. this book? Who do I think that I am that this is going to turn out good? That's normal. You push through that and you do it anyway. You keep writing. And we do what's called the shitty first draft because every single first draft is not great. The punctuation's bad, stuff's out of order. You're gonna have to move this over there later. I don't even know what I'm gonna put here, so I have a big gap. And so you just put all that together. And then once you have vomited out everything that you've got in your head on this topic onto the paper, then we go back and we polish and we arrange and we move and sometimes I'll put a chapter down and then I'm like, keep writing and keep writing. It's like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't know that was going to happen about this character. 
Um, one of my daughters is an, an author, and when she was 13, there was a writer's competition that the kids that had just left the tweener age would write an exciting book for the reluctant readers that, of the generation they had just left, that period. And so I bring this mm -hmm. home to her, and I'm like, here, do this, do this assignment. And she said, no, writing's your gig, Mom. I'm not going to do that. And I said, well, you know, you don't like book reports, and you don't like essays, so if you write this book for this competition, there is a college scholarship involved, and you don't have to do that other writing. So she says to me, okay, fine, I'll write the stupid book. So she gets going. Of course, she doesn't want me to see anything, which is fine. And at one point, we were homeschooling. I looked at her and I said, hey, honey, you got to get some math done. You know, you got to like leave the computer and come do some math. She said, okay, fine. So she comes over and she works on her math problems, goes back to the computer. And she's back so fast, I'm like, wow, you've really been bit by this bug, even though you're not going to tell me. But she gets on there and she's like, mom. Guess what the bad guy was doing while I was doing my math? And that's what happens in writing our story. Half of our story comes out the way we think it will. The other half mm -hmm. just comes through the creative process and our characters take on their own life. And the story that comes is half a surprise even to the author. Right. So Peggy Sue, I know you do a lot of coaching uh, with people you just, you actually were just coaching your daughter there as well. Um, I, I want to go back to a couple of things you were saying. So, first of all, I want to go back to that story where the 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 mother died, and so we only know our mother as the mother, and we don't know the deep stories behind it. I really liked what you were saying there, and I, I think that you know, leaving a legacy is sort of what you were implying there, around being you know. There was a quote I I uh, read a few weeks ago, and it was just something like. You know, when I die, I don't want my legacy to be a bunch of boxes in a storage room. And that really hit home for me, too, because for me, that is absolutely not what I want either. Um, and as you know, I've been doing a lot of traveling over the past year, uh, sort of figuring out what I want to do for my what's next. Um, and, and that, so, so I feel like, okay, well, sure, okay, so if I sat down and wanted to write a little bit of a story or a memoir on, on kind of who I am, where would I even begin and, and what, would, what would be sort of the things that I want to focus on? Like when you've been coaching clients before, how do you get the best out of them? The best that you're going to want to put down is you want to put down those things that you don't want anybody to know. You want to mm -hmm. write down the things about you that you're like, I don't want anybody to know that I thought that or that I felt that or that I was involved in that. And this is your first draft. So remember that you put all the good stuff out there first, all the vulnerable things out there first. We'll go back and we'll polish it. We'll soften whatever we have to. We'll, we'll do whatever we need so that it can go out and it, it goes out well with excellence. But at first you have to put it out there. It's like having a relationship with a lover. When they withhold from you, you may not know why or what's going on or what's happening, but you can feel that holding back. The same thing happens with an author. If we hold back, our reader knows it. They can tell that there's this wall. They can tell that there's a distance. They can tell that you won't be open and vulnerable with them. And so you've got to go ahead and do that. So the things that you're going to write down are, what are the things that make you who you are? What are the things that frustrate you? What are the things that make you angry? What are the things that hurt your heart so deeply that you can't get over it and you've had to like 
wrestle through that? What are the things that you regret? And so as we put those things out on the paper, first off, you show your humanity. And your reader is going to go, oh, oh, me too. So I had one client that came, and she is writing her story. She's 40 pages into it. She calls me up. She says, I don't know what else to put down. I'm done. I've, I've emptied everything I have onto this. It's 40 pages. So I said, well, what's the one thing you don't want anyone to know that you've thought or you've done? And she's like, oh, I can't put that down. And I said, you're going to put that down. So she went back and she wrote about, she had had a child who was severely handicapped. They don't know how long this child will live. And there's so much work in caring for her and just knowing what to do and how to do it. And she said one morning the baby had slept through her normal wake up time. And so she pads down the hall in her bare feet and she goes into the room and there's the baby laying, you know, like you lay the baby down. And she said, I put my hand on that child's back and she was still breathing, and I was disappointed. And I'm like, yes, that's your opening chapter. And other mothers who have had a hard situation when life didn't turn out the way they wanted to will go, oh, me too. I thought something like wow. that once. I felt that way about my child or someone I loved. And so it's like, mm -hmm. oh, me too. So we plumb the depths of the human spirit in our writing. We connect with other human beings on this planet to say, this is a zany, messy place. How do we make sense of what doesn't make sense? What did people do and why did they do it? Because that's what life is all about. What did they do? Why did they do it? Because everything that we do, every behavior that we have is driven by a motivation. There is a why behind it. And that why is what makes Lynette, Lynette. It's what makes Lynette's life, Lynette's life, and not my life. All right, well, thank you so much, Peggy Sue. You were absolutely amazing. Um, I learned a lot about how to get started, how to overcome my roadblocks on writing a book. And uh, again, I just thank you so much, and I will see you soon.